Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you're anything like me and you love the excitement of discovering new wines but hate the risk of wasting money with a disappointing choice, a membership to First Leaf Wine Club is a no-brainer. First Leaf is a wine club that curates and ships wines that are personalized to your tastes, allowing you to discover wines from five different continents and 12 countries. And First Leaf, they work directly with the winemakers, which means we get their incredible wines at 60% off retail with our membership. When you rate the wine you receive, First Leaf learns about your palate. So not only are you being introduced to a ton of new wine, but each First Leaf box gets better as your wine selection becomes increasingly tailored to your liking with each shipment. First Leaf lets you design your perfect membership and they make it easy to change it up at any time. There are no contracts or cancellation fees, and they provide the easiest subscription flexibility I've ever known. And what's more, First Leaf is so confident you'll love your wine, they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you receive a bottle that isn't exactly what you were hoping for, First Leaf will credit your account. I love unpacking my beautiful First Leaf deliveries and looking over each individual description about the bottles I've received. It makes each wine I open feel like a new discovery. Join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for just $29.95 with free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash in my heart. That's tryfirstleaf.com slash in my heart for six bottles of wine for $29.95 with free shipping. Here's a toast to first. May you enjoy them with the people you love from the first sip to the last. Tryfirstleaf.com slash in my heart. You're going to love it. In My Heart, a podcast truly about all the things in my heart and finding our freedoms. I'm your host, Heather Thompson. My next guest, Martino Cartier, has built more than just a styling empire. As a celebrity stylist, he has created a symbol for quality service and compassion. This supercharged entrepreneur is the creator of three major brands. From his buzzing Martino Cartier salon to his hair tools and products and straight from his heart, his nonprofit Wigs and Wishes. At the heart of this group of companies' massive success is the owner and founder, Martino Cartier. To describe the stylist and entrepreneur's story as inspiring would be an understatement. And his rise from heartbreak to success is one we all need to hear. And he's in my heart. Welcome, <laughs> Martino. Thank you. That was beautiful. It's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. I mean, obviously... This um, pandemic has taken so much um, from so many. And just the fact that I haven't seen you when we used to see each other almost on a monthly basis, yeah. clearly on a quarterly basis, but we now haven't seen each other for uh, several years. It's probably, I haven't given you a hug and a kiss for probably three years now, four years. Yeah. It's crazy. So I'm glad that you're in my heart. And 
I'm so excited to share you with my listeners. Let's start. I want to kind of start from like a little bit more present day, like Art Mar Martino. You started out as the international artistic director for Keratin Complex, which is everybody knows was like the premium shampoo in the day. Um, the global artistic director for Hotheads. And then you took that ever important entrepreneurial leap of faith, as we say, and you started the Martino Cartier brand. So just take us through your early beginnings. Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, I always love to work, right? Like you, you know, you can't work enough, can't be in front of the camera enough, can't just do enough. And um, we got our break actually when we were on Tap of the Salon takeover like 13 years ago. Bravo, that's all top of the salon, right? Yeah. Bravo, that's, top that's... of the salon takeover. Yeah, that TV screen, it'll, it's a powerful thing. It is. And that's how people found out who we were. I remember going into a convention center because it's all hairdressers. You know, there's like 50,000 hairdressers. I'm like, oh, you're that guy on Tabitha. And that's what opened the doors, you know, and that's what gave us that, that uh, leap of faith, you know, to just say, let's just try it. And like you said, I was with Keratin for over a decade. And then I was the face of Hotheads Hair Extensions. And then uh, I had been trying to get on HSN for quite some time. And I would send videos and I really couldn't get my foot in the door. And then they had a brand there that needed a spokesperson. And at the time, Mindy Grossman said, if you don't get another spokesperson, you're off air. So one buyer said, there's this guy from New Jersey. He keeps sending us emails. Maybe you could reach out to him. And lo and behold, that's how it started. Kismet. So boy, doesn't that tell you that like when you put that stuff out into the universe and you manifest and you actually it's actionable, you know, we have to think about, but also actionable, put your videos out there, do it. So HSN is, you know, one of television's largest shopping networks for those listeners who don't know. And Martino has uh, grown from that, those humble beginnings as a spokesperson for someone else's brand to being the largest, I think, brand for hair and, and, and products tools, and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> on HSN, which is a multi-billion dollar conglomerate. So uh, 22 years ago, you took that leap of faith and on, on, on a little bit of engine fuel, you said, let's just go for it. And so you started the, the salon, which is really like as much as what you do on television, you are so dynamic and I can't wait for people to get to know you on this podcast because I just love every inch of you. But you. your salon is really the core of who you are. Can you take yeah. us through that salon, which grew to a 50 station Mecca yeah. in New Jersey? I've been there myself, <laughs> leading you to awards and in the Bravo TV show, mm -hmm. the modern salon that you mentioned too. So let's talk a little yeah. bit about your salon so, and that core. You know, I, I went to the hair school when I was in high school and um, I hated school and I didn't want to take algebra and all this stuff, you know, and um I just kept working at salons in my teen years. And it was like, I would work for a salon and the owner didn't know how to say French braid, or I would go to another salon and they didn't know how to use foils. They were using the cap with the needle. And I'm like, oh I'm God. not going to work. Yeah. Remember that? Barbaric. Yes, the frosting. You know? Yeah. Oh, horrible. So I said, I'm not going to work for someone where I can't learn. That kind of is what started. Like I want to open a salon. So one day I, I would drive by this little empty place that had never been rented out. And there was like a hot dog place next to it and an Italian deli on the other side. And I remember calling the number on the side and the guy answers the phone, Robson Goldberg, scared the <laughs> life out of me, right? So I'm like, uh, I'm calling to find out about if I could maybe rent the store, you know, on Egg Harbor Road. And he's like, what do you want to put in there? And I'm like, a, a hair salon. And he's like, 
there's one across the street. Why would you want to do that? And I said, well, I like competition. He said, come to my office on Johnson Road. Goodbye. So I was so scared. Clearly, he was a good old Jewish boy, right? And I was so scared. And I get there, and he was so funny. And uh, this is many, many years ago. So being politically correct wasn't a thing back then. Right. So I sat down. Yeah, and he says, what's your nationality? And I was like, Egyptian. He goes, so you're a terrorist, you know? And (laughs) it was just so funny, though. And he said, listen, kid, I'm going to give you six months free rent. Get it done as quick as you can, and then it's all on you. Goodbye. And he threw me the key. It it was like, like manna from heaven. This little old Jewish guy gave me my break in life. We became the best of friends. He passed away about probably eight years ago. He was so proud. It was the first time I sat Shiva and bawled my eyes out because, you know, yeah, like this man believed in me enough. He gave me a break. And, you know, so that's kind of how it started. And for seven years, it was just me in this little salon. And I kept trying to find ways to do things different so that people would want to come and not be ordinary, you know, be extraordinary. And here we are today now with, you know, top 10 in the country. Yeah, top 10 in the country. And let me tell you, it is like buzzing. I mean, from like all the salon industry stuff, Martino is, uh, you know, an industry household name. And if you go to a trade show where I've seen him perform, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's magic. And he brings that to, so you have to tune in um, to HSN and see when Martino Cartier is on with Martino by Martino Cartier. It is a fun-filled show of electricity and <laughs> his products are incredible and they zhuzh you and they make you feel fabulous and you make us all feel fabulous. So, Thank you. you know, from Vogue magazine and everything, everybody talks about you. So you built not only the salon, which was a Mecca, but then you, you thought that the products were important and, and you moved to HSN, but there was a real shift in your career when something happened. Wigs and Wishes came into your life, and we're going to talk about your non-for-profit, because I have to just say that, so all of this stuff that you've done, like you still have humility, you're so humble, you're incredible, but with all that you overcame in your life, to me, you're like that diamond, like you burst out of the pressure, like a part of me fucking diamond, like, I mean, literally shine bright like a diamond, like I hear it going, you know, I mean, like I hear it going and it could be your theme song. So because at your core, you are a philanthropist. I mean, as fabulous and talented and incredible as you are at your job and career and what you bring, you really see your success to pay goodness forward. And I know that about your heart. So let's talk about your early childhood from birth, you found yourself sure. in the foster care system. And yep. let's talk about how you spun that into gold. Cause you did. Sure. So my birth mother um, was pregnant in Egypt and wasn't married. And back then and over there, forget it. Right. So her family brought her here to get an abortion. And when they came to the States, she was too far pregnant. So they couldn't get through the abortion, but her family was mad. They had punished her, um, put her up in a little apartment, um, barely fed her, didn't take her to the doctor. And then when I was born, they took me from her. I wound up in an orphanage. And all I knew growing up was that my birth mother's name was Miriam, and she went back to Egypt to marry my father. That was it. So I was adopted by an Irish family. And uh, my mother, who raised me, amazing woman. Um, my father tried and meant well, but was a complete debacle of a father, for lack of a better word. And right. when I was five, they lost, 
Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, he, when I was five, they lost everything. So he became very abusive. Uh, you know, he used to tell me that I was stupid and I would never make it. And then his mother would say, I don't know why you adopted kids. You're a horrible father. Like, it was just terrible. I just watched how he treated my mother. You know, he was, he, you know, take my shoes off. We would get home from work. And he just treated her like a slave. And they were always the electric was always getting shut off. The cars were being repossessed. We were getting evicted all the time. We moved God knows how many times in a five-year span. And um, it wasn't until I got older that I was able to fight back with my father. You know, And he wound up dying, and he apologized before he died, um, and I forgave him. But what the takeaway from that is that I knew I was not going to be my father. I knew that I was not going to have this life of you know, borrowing from people and never paying them back and, you know, all this. So I was a hard worker from 10. I mean, my first job in the Florida Keys was a Dairy Queen. I went in at 10 years old and I asked for a job and the guy said, you're too young. I said, so pay me out of the table. And he gave me five bucks a day. Back then I was 10 years old. I used to sweet mop, take out the trash for five bucks and all the ice cream you could eat, you know? And then as I got older, my teen years, you know, I would work at Boston Chicken. It wasn't even Boston Market. Right. And I would work at McDonald's and then I'd wash hair on Saturdays and Sundays at a salon. So I'd be cutting your chicken on Tuesday and washing your hair on Saturday. But um, as I got older, I think the whole adoption thing really started to bother me. You know, I wanted to know about my birth family and it was impossible because every Catholic in Egypt's name is Miriam. Like every Italian in New York is Joey. Like you're not going to find her, you know? So, um, but life had a different plan. And in 2005, you know, crazy story. I wind up finding my birth mother who only lived an hour away in North Jersey. So, I, 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 I mean, you can't make this shit up. Honestly, you this can't story make kills it up. me. You can't make it up. And um, my mom and her became the best of friends. You know, they were like sisters. She just passed away about seven months ago. Uh, me and Paul Abdul were filming an Ask on TV commercial. I get a phone call. We're in L.A. She fell. They thought maybe she fractured something, took her to get a CAT scan. And here she had brain cancer that spread to her bones and her liver. She was gone in a week. So, but besides that, she gave my father's name. I went to Egypt. I met my father. Most incredible human being. I have two brothers, half brothers I never even knew about. So it's like one big freaking happy family, you know? And, um, but the charity part of it, when I opened the first salon in 1998, there was a woman that came in my salon. She got a haircut. I never saw her again. So I just thought she didn't like her hair. She comes back like almost a year later and she looked like she'd been to Helen back. And I had said, what happened? Are you all right? And she told me her son had a terminal brain tumor. She was a single mom and she was just, you know, just defeated and deflated. And um, I didn't have really have two nickels to rub together, but I had said to her, what can I, is there anything I can do to help? And she said, I just want to stay home with my son for as long as I can. Yeah. So I get this idea. I'm going to do a cut-a-thon, put flyers out, I'm going to cut hair, and you're going to make your check payable right to the mom. That way you know where the money goes. In two days, this is crazy, we raised $22,000. And it paid the mortgage for Heidi for two years and Bobby lived for two years. So that was in 1998. We're still best friends. I mean, she's forever grateful. And that kind of like, it made me feel like I had a purpose because growing up, I didn't feel like I had a purpose. You know, I felt like I was thrown away. And then I have this father who tells me I'm stupid, calls me an asshole, all this crazy stuff. 
So I realized that helping others helps yourself, makes you feel complete, makes you feel great. It's like that flying without wings thing, you know? And then um, that's when I decided to start a 501c3. And originally it was just to allow women with breast cancer to have free high-end hair replacement and look cancer-free for free. Then a lady came in with ovarian cancer. And what was I going to tell her? No. So then it became just any woman with cancer. And then I met Kiki, which was the little girl I brought to Justin Bieber before she passed away. So now we're wigs and wishes. And um, I don't even think you know this part, but where I'm sitting now is in the boardroom of Wigs and Wishes. August 2nd, I bought this eight-acre property. We built a petting zoo. We're building the salon. And I have my house. So it's all on one compound. So we grant wishes here almost every week for kids. We just posted a video on Facebook. Ava, a little three-year-old girl, brain tumor. She's blind. She wanted a Frozen party. We brought these actresses in. They sang the Frozen songs. And she's blind, so everything was sense for her, like sensory issues, right? So she was like, feel the braids, feel the rhinestones on their dresses. Then we brought the horse in the house, the goat in the house, the lamb in the house, the duck, the pig, the bunnies. And um, so, yeah, I have a farm. I freaking have a farm. I am, my (laughs) cup runneth over because this is exactly what you need. I mean, this is incredible. So we're going to just back up a little bit because I want to talk about, so in the hair space, what happened was people who needed hair, you know, wigs and, and needed to figure out their hair when they were undergoing chemotherapy. Martino was like, I got this. Like without ever, ever questioning a thing, he was always like, we got this. And without a question, without a charge, and then would go and raise money for people who needed the help. And then it turned into children. And he met his first, his first child, which turned his charity into wigs and wishes. So in case you missed it, what he does is he grants last wishes of hope and last wishes of, of beauty for this life, this human existence, as challenging as it is and unfair as it is to young children and their families. And he still provides any type of hair service you need for anybody going through chemotherapy or battling cancer. So let's just take a second. (laughs) I mean, with that work. So I have been, um, you know, humbled enough to be able to see him in action um, see the stories of the families. I'll tell you right now, of course, he's still best friends with the, you know, the first wig of, of course he was best friends with the Jewish real estate agent who gave him his first break <laughs> for, until his death. Because once you're friends with Martino Cartier, you are friends forever because you Thank have you. a heart of gold. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sunnier days are on the way, and that means your kid's closet might need an update. Stitch Fix makes it easy with fresh options to let your kid's style shine all within your budget. With your feedback and input, the experts at Stitch Fix, they learn about your kid's taste, sending styles perfect for them and affordable for you. Items start at just $10. You try on pieces at home before you buy. Just keep what they love and send back the rest. Shipping, returns, and exchanges are always free. 
From toddlers to picky tweens, Stitch Fix Kids has growth spurts taken care of from sizes 2T through 18, and there's no subscription required. Simply order a refresh as needed or set it and forget it. With regular seasonal fixes, you're in control. That's stitchfix.com slash in my heart for 25% off when you keep everything in your kids fix. Stitchfix.com slash in my heart. That's stitchfix.com slash in my heart for 25% off when you keep everything in your kids fix. A healthy cat is a happy cat and helping you know that your cat's healthy is just one reason to use pretty litter unlike traditional litter pretty litter super light crystals they trap odor and release moisture resulting in dry low maintenance litter that has less dust and doesn't smell sounds like kitty owner bliss to me pretty litter ships free to your door in a small lightweight bag you never have a huge container of litter taking up space and with auto ship you'll never run out and what's more pretty litter is a pet parents hero because it monitors your cat's health by changing color when it detects potential underlying issues and you won't find that kind of innovation in your conventional litter i love my cats growing up but the litter box everything from cleaning it out to covering up the smell. It was just a constant battle, but now there's Pretty Litter. It's Kitty Litter reinvented. Pretty Litter helps keep your cat healthy and keeps odors down. Go to prettylitter.com and use the code in my heart for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com code in my heart for 20% off. Use in my heart at prettylitter.com. You'll be glad you did. Now back to my show. It's wigs and wishes. You can give a teddy bear. You can give the smallest amount. My little girl, Ella, used to do lemonade stands. That's right. And, stuff. That's right. and like that every penny counts to bring these wishes to light for, for these families who struggle so deeply. You went, so wait, so the salon and the charity, the non-for-profit, and now a huge new project. Tell us about a petting zoo is all yeah, on property. It's amazing. It's called Zoo the petting zoo. And so we're surrounded by Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, DuPont in Delaware, and St. Chris in Philadelphia. So we have three major children's hospitals. 30,000 kids are diagnosed with childhood cancer every year in this country alone. So when you take a group of kids to Disney and they're bald, it's just human nature for other kids and even parents to stare at them. So we wanted to create a safe haven where kids can come and they're all the same. There's nobody staring at them, you know, and we just purchased a train. I'm waiting for it to come. So we'll be able to give the kids train rides across the property. And, you know, so and we're run by volunteers. You know, we have a couple hundred volunteers that help. We do now about 25,000 wigs a year just in the United States. I was going to say, how long, has, yeah. how long have you been doing this now? Because I know we've 25,000 wigs. 11 yeah, yeah. years. 11 years. Didn't, which one did you come to and help? Host I one. came to, I've come to two of your big galas. The gala. That's where I got to meet Paula Abdul. That's right. Who is yep. a long Oh, I remember client. when you helped with the, the, the cash on the stage. I remember that yes. picture. We raised a ton of money. That was, I remember that. Yeah. That yes. was great. And, you know, I mean, I love to come back anytime. You always Thank have my you. support a million percent with what you got to bring the kids to the farm. Let me tell you about the animals. Okay. So tell we me. have three miniature dwarf horses that we rescued from Virginia. We have four alpacas. We have two miniature donkeys, 30 chickens, four roosters, seven ducks, three pigs, two emus, 
Seven goats, uh, a llama. I mean, can you believe I have a farm? Like, do I, I look like a farm? No, because, he, <laughs> by the way, for those of you, because well, this is audio, he's like sitting in a Versace silk jacket. I mean, Martino is as flashy as they come. What color is your Lamborghini? Is it orange or yellow or something fiery? It was what is gold. It was, it was gold, gold, but now I have a black one. But Mindy Grossman said, if Liza Minnell and Liberace had a kid, it would be you. It would be you. <laughs> totally, totally. I mean, I don't see any of the Irish upbringing other than the warm heart. You know what I mean? Where you know you can always come for a warm meal. That's Um, right. But the Egyptian definitely comes out like crazy. (laughs) And so I just want to reflect a little bit. So, you know, we got, we we talked about your childhood and your experience in the foster care system and all this stuff, you know, brushed over it kind of quickly. But I think everybody gets the picture. You know, the, the adoptive family wasn't exactly a balanced situation. And Martino took his tough knocks in life and turned it around in a way that you can see him talking about it, how it exudes, you can hear it, how it exudes out of him that by giving back, it is the very core of his existence. That's why I started by saying, you know, it is at his core, he's philanthropic. So I want you to just lean into that for a second, that when you see someone that needs help, you know, without a question, you know, the answer yes can do so much and can lead to so much that you have no idea. And, you know, we're so separate right now and we're so... Uh, individualized and opinionized and everybody is leaning into everybody else's business and all that kind of stuff. We just have to remember love and affection and support and that life and the journey is hard, but through that struggle, like brought so much joy to people in the the worst time in their life. I mean, there can't be a worse scenario than a sick child. I, I, you know, there's just not a child who's hurt. I mean, just in the last month we've granted two wishes for two kids that are terminal on the property. And then Ava, the blonde, the three-year-old who's blind, she's probably going to be okay. But I always tell people, because people will say, I don't know how you do it. I say, I don't know how you don't do it. I don't know how you don't. Because, right, there's laws in life. You know, yellow and blue will always make green. What goes up will come down. And when you change the life of someone else, you're changing your own. So our slogan is you don't know how to live if you don't know how to give. And as far as you talking about like my setbacks, for me, I feel like it's the drawback of a bow that drives an arrow. So let your own setbacks drive you, you know, because you have two options. You can hide in a shell somewhere. You can be a hermit in your basement and waste this life God's given you. Or you can man up, woman up, fire up, whatever you want to call it, and go change the world. Be the difference. You know, it's like. There's a song that says uh, somebody was so mad at God for all these things going on in the world. Like, I keep saying, I don't know why you don't do something. I don't know why you don't do something. And then the song ends with God saying, I did. I made you. You know, like, we have power to be the change. It's just, like you said, this country's so divided right now. And we're all human. You know, we all bleed red. You know, and I just think love is the answer. Is it simple as it sounds? It really is the answer. And I'll tell you that the universe does work in ways that when someone like Martino, who's driving, you know, all this goodness and, and just doing it with like, I can't even describe you. I really, I'm, <laughs> I'm at a loss for words, which doesn't happen often, but immeasurable strength and compassion. I, I call him angelic. I've been like, you have the wings of an angel, you know, yeah. the work is not easy. Tina Anderson, the CEO and co-founder of Just Thrive that I recently had on my podcast and me, well, we certainly agree that the key to our health 
lies in our gut health. It impacts literally everything, your weight, your mood, your digestion. And because your gut houses up to 80% of your immune system, a healthy gut is truly the gateway to feeling your best. Just Thrive Probiotic is different, and here's why. Their proprietary strains are designed by nature to put up an armor-like shell when conditions get rough. They withstand extreme temperatures and can even be sprinkled into any food or drink. Just Thrive requires no special encapsulation, no refrigeration, nothing. What you get is an all-natural, extensively studied probiotic that's perfect for the whole family. It's effective at controlling stomach issues like gas, constipation, and bloating, and it's vegan, non-GMO, gluten, dairy, soy, and histamine-free. It can even support beautiful skin, better sleep, and easier weight management. Get 15% off their award-winning probiotic when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use the code in my heart at checkout. That's 15% off Just Thrive Probiotic when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use the code in my heart at checkout. It's for a limited time. Get 15% off. That's J-U-S-T. T-H-R-I-V-E health.com and use the code in my heart at checkout for 15% off. Thanks to my guest, Tina. And now back to my show. During the economic downturn, Martino's salons thrive because he has the can-do attitude. So he takes that through everything he does. It's not that like people, the world locked down and like all of a sudden they all started lining up to Martino's salon. No, what he did is he took it as a chance to take a different look at his business. Your work and what you do is making you a better business person anyway (laughs) through kismet of the universe and and life wisdom. I'm going to tell you what happened during COVID. Two crazy things happened to us. And we have a terrible landlord right now. He's no Leon Goldberg. I can't wait till our building is done out front and I can say bye to this tyrant of a landlord. But when we were shut down, our governor said every business is closed for three full months. My landlord got financial help from the government. However, he made me pay full rent for those three months at 10,000 a month. And when I played chicken with him, he set an eviction notice from the court. So I called the court and I said, Al, if, if I have a house that I rent to someone and you say it's condemned and the people have to move out, I can't charge them rent for something they can't live in. How do you charge me rent for a building I can't use? Guess what? Our president didn't do anything to protect us. Our governor didn't do anything. We had to pay the 30 grand or we were getting evicted. So at that moment, you know, I'm still human. So you you panic, then pray. You don't pray first, right? You, you, you're you scared. You think you worked all this time since 1998. You build this empire, and now you could lose it. Don't know when we're opening back up. So my girlfriend and I decided that we were going to make at-home color kits for all these women with roots that can't color their hair. So, and thank it was God, so funny. To, in the beginning, the industry was bashing me like, this is unethical, da 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 Well, as the shutdown got longer and longer and longer, I get a call from the head of Paul Mitchell saying, you're effing brilliant. How are you doing it and bashing it down just because we only did hairline and parts? Whatever yes. you zoomed look good, right? Yes. So we made like, I don't know, close to $50,000 in at-home color kits, which brought a hang that $30,000, right? Which put a nice spring in my step. Total so incremental I, cash coming through yeah. the door. So now I'm back to being Martino. So like, what else can I do to deflect this horrible time we're going through? So our senior class... 900 teachers. We have a big school district here. 
Uh, I called the superintendent. I said, I want to do something for the graduates that had their graduation stolen from them. So um, we raised enough to give 600 kids like $300 worth of stuff in a swag bag. And we bought all 900 teachers a bouquet of roses. It went on for three days. It was a drive through in the salon. And guess who gave out the roses? The Ew. parents of the kids that were graduating. Oh my God, even better. Oh, teachers were crying. Better. Wait, teachers were crying the whole night. So wait, that was the one awesome thing. Then I learned about this guy named Eli Bear, who started United Hatzalah in Israel. This man brought together from something that happened in his childhood, 6,000 Jews, Muslims, and Christians with one goal to save lives in the Middle East. So... They have ambulance cycles because if you've ever been to the Middle East, the traffic is so bad. If, if a woman's giving birth and they call 911, by the time the ambulance gets there, the kid's 10 years old. And he's already had his bat mitzvah, right? So, so he got these, this idea to have these ambulances that can weave in and out, up around trees, and he saves. He's almost saved over a million lives already. So I hear about this guy on a TED Talk. I find out he's in Miami dying of COVID. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just find this man. It's meant to be, we become friends. He's dying of COVID. It was around Easter. Now, clearly I'm not Jewish, even though I wear my hemsa. But I said, I'm going to teach my Goyim friends what Passover really means. And we're going to have Passover with a purpose. So I sat outside and I taught the world about Passover. And I said, now let's raise money and buy an ambulance for Israel so that when Eli gets out of his intubation and he's on the road to recovery, he's going to realize that some crazy Egyptian hairdresser who's a Christian got all his Facebook friends together and donated an ambulance to Israel. Well, within two hours, we raised $43,000. We bought Israel an ambulance. On the back of it, it says, you don't know how to live if you don't know how to give wigs and wishes. And now Eli is and I are like best friends, like brothers. Um, I was supposed to go to Israel to have a Shabbat with him and Netanyahu, whatever his name is. And uh, with COVID and things, we, we postponed it. But actually, today's the 21st. Tomorrow is a day of saving lives in Israel that we paid for through Wigs and Wishes. So our connection with the whole Middle East and Wigs and Wishes, it's just I'm just telling you, I can't say it enough that if you want to change your own life, start by changing the lives of others. It's just so infectious. It's the highest high you'll ever have. And it just, it's our purpose here. So. Oh, and isn't it ever, I mean, like you're a true maverick, Martino. I mean, listen, you guys, you think about there's a problem. It's like, we need an ambulance. So we're going to raise enough money for an ambulance and, you know, figure it out in a country. So wigs and wishes and this infectious nature of this giving and, and this, I mean, selflessness that Martino has and unending energy um, <laughs> is, is growing even, you know, where now internationally you're That's right. making peace and bringing relief and things like that. I mean, listen, you just are such a shining example that, you know, challenges are literally only opportunities in disguise. I know that you say that all the time. And mm -hmm. I say that all the time too. Like, you know, we have to use the adversity advantage. So let's hear some, a, a little bit more of your personal story going through your struggles and you're so optimistic. Like what advice do you have? Because you were also bullied and we get into that. I know that yeah. just from being your friend, but mm -hmm. you know, 
through the foster care system, through, you know, a, a situation at home, like obviously in the schoolyard, things were difficult uh, for you as a child growing up. Plus, you look different than, than the Irish family and all that <laughs> yeah. stuff, right? When I was in second grade, I'll never forget the teacher said, you know, when I call your name, raise your hand. So she says, Martin McGuire. I mean, you can't get any more Irish name than that. She says, Martin McGuire, raise my hand. She goes, is that really your name? Now, at, today I laugh hearing that, but at seven, it wasn't funny. You know, the teacher saying that you're already screwed up because you're like, what do you mean I'm adopted? What do you mean I come out of your stomach? You know, and then with my parents being poor, I wasn't able to dress like the other kids or have the same bikes as the other kids and things like that. And that's where the bullying came into effect. I mean, I still have a scar on my forehead from when a kid jumped on my back and I hit the ground and split my head over. Everybody's like, what's that lump from? Oh, from ninth grade. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. It's one of my battle scars of life. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. I just think that I wouldn't change anything. I mean, I was really at a low, like in my early, late teens, early 20. I mean, like, I was like, I can't do this. Like I was so emotionally screwed up, you know, because like chemical is not your thing. Like, I think your situation found you in depression. It wasn't like a chemical thing. It was just like, no doubt. It was too much uppercuts to the, you know, jaw where you found yourself depressed. You found yourself bullied, you know? So what, what advice could you give with, you know, someone who's struggling with bullying, you know, and or depression, you know, that's not chemical it, because of a situational situation? I think the best advice that I can give is that it will one day end, right? This is not going to be your forever situation, right. you know? And like when I was 19 and I drove my mother's car into the woods and put a hose in the muffler and the other one in the window and I'm like, I'm out. You know, thank God a park ranger found me and shattered the glass called 911. And by the grace of God, I was saved. But, you know, I wouldn't change anything. You have to realize that when you go through, whether it's bullying or depression or death or divorce or whatever, those things are what make you who you are. If I grew up with a very wealthy family and I lived in this big mansion and I had everything fed to me because I have friends that were raised that way. And let me tell you, nine out of 10, they don't have that heart that wants to change the world and move mountains. And most of them are complacent. And some of them are my really good friends, but they have no drive. They have no direction in life and they're miserable. So just don't think that you need to change your life. You need to change your outlook on your life. I love that so much. That is incredible. So Moving from, uh, you know, spiritual, which obviously I just want to mention, you know, faith was a driving force for Martino. I mean, I know that personally, Um, you know, whether it's a religion that you lead into, you have to lean into your faith that exactly what he said, it's going to end, you know, Mm -hmm. and don't let the turkeys get you down, as my grandfather (laughs) used to say. That's right. I mean, like my little girl is going through a little thing at, you know, school right now, and it's just knowing I keep just reminding her to be secure, forget about rumors and untruths. Like you're secure in your truth. And with that, nobody can touch you. Just keep moving through the crowd. Well, let me tell you about rumors. So for us to build the salon out front here, we had to go get a use variance. And when, when you go for a use variance, you have to send a letter to everybody within 200 something of you. I forget what it was. The lawyer did it. So we get there that night. And the lawyer expected maybe the meeting to go for an hour, expected, you know, maybe 30 people to show up. There were almost 200 people and it went for six hours. One person would say, 
I demand you don't give them the variance. I don't want this in my backyard. Next person would say, he helped my mother before she died. Please give him the This went on for six painful hours. People making up the most. Out- One lady said I caused light pollution with my Christmas display. I mean, crazy stuff. Because <laughs> we know it's big, honey. You know, then <laughs> a lady across the street. She's literally 2,000 feet away. I have eight acres. She's so far. She's like, in September, there were three flies in my kitchen from his farm. I mean, this is what I'm, this is what's going to determine the future of my charity, my business, my home, you know, and um, yeah, but you know what? There were more people there defending us than that were hating us. And at the end, it was unanimous decision. All nine board members voted yes. And we all cheered, clapped, said, praise God. Thank you. And, you know, so you need those things to happen so that you're appreciative when the good things happen, yes. you know, and you need those bully times to make you humble. You need times in your life where you lose things. I mean, listen, five years was not five, six years ago. You know, I got myself in a situation, remember with my investor and I'm like, yes. holy crap, I'm going to lose my name. And then there was a hail Mary that God only knows how it happened and everything worked out. But yes. you know, you and you went up against Cartier. I mean, like that was a big yeah, one. Like, that wasn't an easy one. His name Martino Cartier. You know, he fought for it and 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 won yeah. it through his you know perseverance and you know the attitude that you never give up, that you just never give up, and you keep yeah. fighting, bloodied and bludgeoned. You know what I'm saying? Like just keep pushing through because there is. I always say this. Um, my guru Ram Das gave this uh, as a rest in peace. May he um, gave this example once and. It talks about a picture of a blue sky with some clouds in it, right? If you focus in really tight on that blue sky with some clouds in it, all you see is the cloud, right? And a lot of people feel like that in a lot of way. But if you just move that picture just a little or that square that you uh, have closed in on, if you see that little, that glimmer of blue, you know, and you pull back, there's always blue sky. The sun is always behind the clouds. That's right. It's That's all right. about the perspective. Like it's like weathering the storm and nature gives us so many incredible, simplistic answers to our calamities and have faith, trust, be of service, do the work, listen yeah. to your neighbor, no matter what they look like, feel like, you know, any of that stuff sound like, and just be a do gooder. Like, I just think that you're such an incredible human being and such a shining example of authenticity and being real. And, you know, and, and you're such a successful entrepreneur, like, and you talk so, I love it so openly about the struggles, you know what I mean? With like, sure. you know, you know, no, no shade down, you know what I mean? There's no veil. It's like, this is the shit we're going through <laughs> we got through to the other side. So it's yeah. so refreshing to walk in your truth and walk in your life's experiences and, Thank you so much, Martino. I, I, you know, I've said it to you before, but like the support and not only the mentoring you do to the people that you touch aside from the funds that you raise and the dreams you make come true and the hugs that you give that are never ending. Um, I just wanted to bring you to light for my listeners you. because you're so you awesome. Remind <laughs> us that love is real and it just, this, you know, we got to keep pushing forward. So the, you know, hey, listen to all you listeners out there globally. When you get to New Jersey, that's the <laughs> spot is Martino Cartier. But you can 
find him and wigs and wishes is, is, you know, obviously national. It's my Amazon prime box that I check. So every person that I make goes to wigs and wishes. So Amazon does have that great program set up that you can pick your charity, please pick wigs and wishes for that. Martino, before you go with all that you give and all that you do, I think I may know the answer and it may be a black fast car, but how do you find your freedoms <laughs> through all that you do, all the giving that you, that you give? Oh, I mean, listen, I do love my car, but I'll, I'll tell you the granting of the wishes is my freedom because the joy you see I, when we get off, you go on my Facebook. I just posted it before I went on with you. The wish from the three-year-old, you look at her face, this little blind girl with cancer filled recently blind by the way you know uh just filled with joy exuberating with smiles and we did that because we had hope we never gave up we never quit when everyone said you couldn't do it we did it and we did it with volunteers and we're now in australia we're in ireland we're all over you know and um it's the best feeling in the world. If it paid the bills, that's all I would do. But right. that's, yeah. <laughs> that's we're going to get you there. Design. We'll get you there. But you got to still do, you know, you got to do Mindy's hair still, Paula's hair still. And Jesus, right. if I could get my butt to New Jersey, honey, you've <laughs> saved my hair after all of that abuse and housewives. So for those people who haven't, you know, heard of you or, or, or seen you in all of your glory before, let, let people know where they can sure. find you, my friend. You can just go to martinocardi.com. You'll see everything there. The charity, the salon, the brand and social media I, I'm the one that responds it's just Martino Cardi on everything YouTube Instagram Facebook find <laughs> him go to him be inspired by him cherish him I know I do thank you thank so you. much to my guest Here's Martino Cartier this is thank in my you. heart I'm your host Heather Thompson please don't forget to subscribe and download wherever you stream your podcast and we'll be back at you next week with a new episode Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.